This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and thank you so much to the wonderful Lucy Griffiths from Front Page Advantage who is here today to talk about her chapter from Shine On You Crazy Daisy volume three. Lucy welcome and please tell us about your business. So my business is Front Page Advantage and we are search marketing specialists and we specialize in search engine optimization and pay-per-click. Such an important area in this day and age. What I loved is that your chapter is called Island Life, which I started reading thinking, oh, she's moved to an island. (laughs) What does Island Life mean to you? Um, So um, in the chapter, I explain about how when I was in my full-time job, I was having my annual appraisal and my line manager said to me that um, after giving me all the compliments about what a nice uh, customer account manager I was, how I kept my customers for long periods of time, he then um, told me that um, I was a bit like an island and um, I was like living on a Lucy Island where, where if it was a fee paying client from outside the business, I was quite happy to liaise with them, talk to them. But when it came to um, probably my position within the team, I was a bit like an island. I kind of kept myself to myself, got on with my job. Um, and I think he tried to give it to me as constructive criticism, but I took it as right, like, okay, I'm obviously independent, strong-willed, want to do my own thing, that's it. I'm going to my own island. So uh, after that appraisal, I pretty much made the decision that uh, working for someone else wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And if they thought I was an island, then I'm going to go and live on my own island. And that's exactly what I did. Um, shortly after that appraisal, I handed my notice in and, and set up, uh, started freelance and um, yeah, went off by myself and did my own thing on my own island. So just I, and I it, always, it can be such a negative when somebody says something like that and you just took it and ran with it in a way that was best for you. And you, that's just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So starting your own business is a massive leap for anyone to take. But SEO, and you're talking like 10 years ago or more now. So yeah. why did you start with that as the core of your business? So um, going back even longer than that, probably 20 years ago when I was at university, um, I applied for a job in the student union that said, basically, we need content writers to write content for our website. You can work from home. I'm thinking, great, I'm a student. Just got to need a laptop, type words. I can do that. So um, little did I know that this was for an affiliate marketing website. So Mm. they got a commission in return for every single credit card or car insurance policy they sold. So I'd write reviews about these companies that were then posted on the website, actually like um, not customer reviews, but kind of the content about the background of the company and the types of car insurance they offered, for example. Um, so I started doing that working from home. And then slowly as the business kind of grew, and it was very small in those days, um, I learned more about the business and why I was writing this content. And I found out I was writing this content for the search engines. And we're going back way before Google. Well, Google was in the early days. Um, There was no Facebook, no Instagram or anything in this time. And um, yeah, when I came to leave uni, they offered me a full-time job. And I was like, as what? They're like, as advertising manager. I was like, okay. 
They're like, your main job is to get traffic to the website. We don't care how you do it. You just need to learn about how the search engines work. And I thought, search engines? What search engines? Um, yes, just get us traffic. So that was SEO like 20 years ago, writing words, putting on websites and getting indexed and being found for it. So um, you used to say to my parents, oh, I do SEO. And they're like, you do what? And like, no one had a clue what I did apart from that it, it paid quite well. So everyone was happy with what I was doing. Um, and then from that, um, me and my husband relocated shortly afterwards and I needed to get a job. And I just had to find an agency that knew SEO. And I was very lucky that I did find somewhere that um, offered an SEO position. So kind of for 20 years now, I've been doing SEO and pay-per-click and that's kind of my core and that's all I know. Um, I've got no official qualifications in it. I've got no... no but it's expertise. Uh, yeah, expertise, yeah. And as the search engines have changed and developed over time, I've just been there as they've uh, brought in the changes. So um, so that's that's all I know is SEO. So that felt the natural step. I just love when you hear these stories where um, like it's like when somebody starts their business and says, oh, I'm comparing myself to this other business, but they've been in business eight years and you've been in business three days. And when you talk about SEO and, uh, and, and where you are now and how we can explain it to people and people say it and you understand it, it's been going for that long. I had no idea that 20 years ago it was a thing that you could still fiddle with. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. But what a background for you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, um, when we, we take on a lot of apprentices now within the business because mm. there's a real skill shortage, actually, following COVID and every single business was gone. And I sort of tell my story and they kind of think, like, this is like a new thing, search marketing. And I kind of tell my story and you see their eyes light up and yeah. it's like, okay yeah this is like a, an actual thing not like a black magic like it used to be so, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> on your island yes. <laughs> what's going on um so and now you've taken your husband into your business as well so how do you find working with your husband and how do you separate work and life because I think our oh, family life I think a lot of people would struggle with that yeah so um obviously when I started out on my own on my island it, it was just me and um over time I've had to let people onto that island in the form of employees um and we were very lucky uh, seven years ago my husband was offered a role in South Africa um as finance director um obviously doing what I do you can do anywhere it's a remote role as long as you've got internet connection you can do it um so we went to Johannesburg and um I supported him in his role as finance director and that involved him traveling around a lot. So um, I was kind of like left at home on my own and um, kind of took that on for him and gave him the support that he needed. Mm. Um, when we came back being expats, we, he was very exhausted because it was a very physical and mental job that he was doing with all the traveling and um, obviously his job. So when he came back, he said he wanted to have like a bit of a break. He didn't know what he wanted to do. He wanted a bit of a career break. I was, so I said, fine, I will step up and I will go back and continue doing what I'm doing, but with full force. So that's what I did three years ago when I came back. Mm. After about nine months, his expertise and his management and corporate training, he could see that there were ways in which the business could be improved. Um, his background in accounting, so he didn't, he could see improvements in the accounting processes. So after a long chat, he said, how about we join forces and we come together and I take on all the accounting, all the finances, which isn't my strong point. Um, I take over like the recruitment. I take over the management side of things oh. and, and leave you just to do client work. So that's that's what we've done. We've joined. Up. Yes, definitely. 
Um, he's also taken on some of the sales, so he likes playing golf, so he goes out and gets some of the sales as well on the golf course, which is really mixing up the pot of clients that we have. Mm. Um, and really, it's quite nice. We have two young children, uh, two under fives at home. So at home, it's all about childcare and looking after kids. And then we go in the office and we have a completely different working relationship. Mm. And we are working together. And it is kind of a, at the moment, a breath of fresh air that he does his bit, I do my bit. He reigns me in sometimes with my crazy ideas. And sometimes I'm like, nope, this is search. You're not cool enough. You need to cool up your ideas a bit. Um, so and I, I hopefully the guys in the office see that um, we can work together. Mm. Uh, it does get a little bit extreme sometimes in the office between me and Chris. But um, but no, I think it makes it a nice, light, humid office environment for everyone. So good. Um, what's one lesson you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? Don't take no or negative comments on board. Yes. So when I started on my own, I was 28. Um, I had no clients on day one. Um, my parents thought I was a little bit crazy, quitting my full-time job, being so young, trying to save for a house. Um, so they were supportive, but I could see the hesitations, and which made me just want to go forward even more. Um, when I started on day one, I had no clients, and I just had to get out there and go networking. Um, I'm not a very, I wouldn't call myself a very confident person. Um, so stepping into a room full of adults and talking about my business mm. uh, was very intimidating to me. And when I first did that, a lot of people, I think, probably saw that I was nervous and wanted to give me lots of advice about how to run a traditional business. Mm-hmm. But trying to explain that search and SEO doesn't fit into that world was quite like um, energy sapping on my part. So they were trying to change me and mold me into like a traditional accountant or recruitment kind of thing. And it took me a long time to find um, a right kind of networking environment for me where people were supportive and wanting to help rather than try and shape my business. Mm. Um, so in the beginning, there was lots of people like, why are you doing this? Asking all those kind of questions um, and trying to obviously put doubt into, or, or I took it on board as doubt. So I just kind of had to fight my way through that in the first couple of months and um, where people thought that I I couldn't do it. I kind of took that on board and went forward with it. I also found that um, there was obviously like a lot of uh, people out there that wanted to collaborate with me because they had the skill shortage in their business. So whether that was social media, uh, web design, and they wanted me to conform to how their business was as well. So I would produce reports on SEO and they're like, yeah, my clients aren't going to understand this. You're going to have to change it. It's like, no, this is the facts. This is what makes it an ethical product. You need to present this. And they also then also supported the change what I was doing. And I think now um, when people have gone through maybe two or three SEO companies, they now come to us as a breath of fresh air and actually standing by my ethics and um, saying this is how I want it to be done in this way is actually what's led to um, the business today that we've got. You see, your island sounds so amazing. <laughs> I am a non-conformist myself. <laughs> saying no and honestly negative comments is it's really easy to say don't take them on it's that thing of if you're going to take them on then either like feel them and let them go or use them as fuel to your fire and that is what you have done um, so brilliantly and explained thank you what's your favorite piece of business software so um I get quite passionately involved in my clients' work and I like to see them succeed. And um, I quite often feel like I'm part of their business, even though they're just paying me as a, as a kind of like contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, so I kind of get involved too much sometimes in their websites. So 
I needed a piece of software that Chris found that uh, kind of reined me in and let me realize where I was spending too much time. And we use a piece of software called Clockify, mm-hmm. which basically allows me to put all my clients in and the team do it as well. And um, I must say the team that worked for me I get as much emotionally involved as what I do in the client work. Um, and we're able to put all the clients in and how many hours we spent on each client. And at the end of the month, we have these lovely reports that shows us where we spent too much time and those, where we've done the right amount of time. So that allows us to obviously refine our processes and obviously make sure that we are doing what we should be doing on our clients, not doing too much work. Yeah, now, Clockify. I think that's um, that's a brilliant thing to have in any business as well, because you can see where you're doing too much admin time or too much flapping on social media. or it's No, it's really brilliant. I've never heard of it, so I love that. Lucy, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being involved in the book, which is coming out at the end of November. And uh, and good luck with everything. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.